Hello. Hi, Dave. This is Rebecca with Ashray Journal. Well, hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us on Hot Air. It's absolutely my pleasure. In the November issue, you wrote an article about avoiding wet and moldy air handling units in critical care facilities. Why did you decide to write about this topic for ASHRAE members? Well, indoor air quality, IAQ, and I actually prefer to talk more about environmental quality or EQ is front and center in everyone's mind right now. Anyone who has experienced the wet inside of an HVAC air handling unit that serves critical care environments knows that this situation can create a breeding ground for mold and microbial growth. And it's certainly an unacceptable condition, particularly when serving hospital patient care areas or other such sensitive settings. But as well, we can't have a disconnect between EQ or IAQ, best practices and sustainability. So I wrote an article that I think is important that discusses both in combination. And what solutions exist to prevent these wet, moldy AHUs? Well, one issue, of course, is wet and moldy air filters. But we know it's not just filters. It's things like cooling coils and drain pans and ductwork as well. Filters, however, get wet for various reasons, most of which can be eliminated with proper air handling unit design, selection, and control. But even with the most judicious HVAC design, final filters can still become wet. Moving away from wet final filters and towards a more sustainable HVAC system can be collectively accomplished. And one way to achieve this task is to simply decouple the air handling unit's sensible cooling requirements from its latent load, allowing each component to be addressed individually and more effectively. If the cooling coil is required to do only sensible cooling and there's no condensation because it receives air that's been properly dehumidified for that application, it can help solve this problem and more. Unlike traditional refrigerant-based cooling systems, which actually dehumidify the air as a byproduct of cooling, a desiccant dehumidifier removes moisture from the air by means of a desiccant or a substance that adsorbs moisture water and holds it in its vapor state. Desiccant dehumidification can provide extremely dry air with resulting dew point temperatures as low as negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit if you need it. This provides a unique opportunity for a desiccant system to deeply dry a small airstream that when mixed with a larger, more humid quantity of air can still provide the total dehumidification capacity required to achieve very low dew point temperatures and relative humidities in the space. Now, in addition to the wet componentry issue, hospitals also struggle with relative humidities in operating rooms in addition to the issues with wet and possibly microbial contaminated HVAC componentry. By decoupling the code-required minimum outdoor air and deeply drying the smaller airstream, the latent load has already been addressed by the desiccant unit, and this allows traditional cooling coils, drain pans, ductworks, et cetera, to remain dry along with the final filters, which are such a notorious problem. Desiccant dehumidification offers a myriad of benefits, not only to hospitals and operating rooms, but any environment where IAQ or EQ is of major importance. Any final thoughts? So towards the end of my article, I talk about improving HVAC system outcome. A few of the things I note in this section are things like selecting air handling unit cooling coils to handle sensible only cooling loads. That allows downstream air handling unit and ductwork 
and other surfaces and componentry to remain dry, lessening concerns with microbial growth and its aerosolization and the distribution of these contaminants into the occupied environment, regardless of whether it's a hospital or some other critical care environment. Well, I know our readers will enjoy learning more about this. Thanks so much for talking with us today, Dave. It's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm Rebecca Matasovsky, ASHRAE Journal's technical editor, and you've been listening to Hot Air. 